Happy New Year, friends. Welcome to the Wabi Sabi podcast. This is episode number 108. Since you guys blew me away last week with your love of debunking wellness bullshit, thank you for making it our most popular download of the past six months, which is so fabulous. I get it. I get my lane, my calling, my niche, and what I'm really good at sifting out. Today, we're going to talk about how you can live well in spirituality with better nutrition and health and overall just taking better care of yourself on a budget at no cost or little cost where you are not buying into the bullshit. This is how to take that next step after we debunked the wellness bullshit. Now we can talk about actionable things we can do that are well that don't cost us any money. Now, it was interesting because some feedback that I got from a listener, a devout listener, was that we all kind of feel like we're on this moral island where people are not living in the same place anymore. We reward really bad behavior. We give a lot of opportunities to bad people. We give a lot of attention to rotten people. And I think that is one of the first things today on our list that we've got to get a hold of. We shouldn't be on moral island. We should all live in a world where we respect one another, we work in cooperation with one another, and that doesn't mean following rules 24-7. It means that we cooperate in tandem with one another to make this place a little bit better and easier because life as we know it is already tough enough. How can we be better people with little or no cost without buying bullshit? Because a lot of the things we see in our capitalistic society is that we need to buy things. We need to get the workout. We need to go to the class. We need to drink the shake, have the candle. We need to get these things in order to be well. And it's not true at all. And I will explain to you how and why this industry needs a makeover in itself. Wellness and health and spirituality all need a humongous makeover. And I'll be the first person to call it out and tell you how it is. I have nothing to lose. I'm not getting paid for this podcast. I go out of pocket. I don't make much, honestly, off of the books I write because I end up having to promote them for five years after each book comes out. I don't sign for a lot because I'm not greedy. I never get paid an exorbitant amount by most brands because I don't ask for it. And as my lawyer, Sapina, has told clients, they have straight up asked her, why is Candace in this position? And and she said, to be honest. And she said this without my knowledge um, to a client once of mine, which was very good. She said, Candace is just not a greedy person. And so here I am with nothing to lose except only giving you the truth, which is what everybody wants now. Um... It's been very interesting being an observer for the last 10 years, from the time I moved to New York till the time where I'm moving back now. Um, I gave myself a couple of years in between for a break because I really needed it. But I certainly think that I have done the self-work, not all of it, but some. And I have found myself and I have been blown away by what people have believed to, to be true when it is not real. It is a facade. It is capitalism. And it is somebody marketing to you. If you don't understand how marketing works, I believe there is a docu on YouTube called Century of the Self. 
Um, and it is fascinating to see how marketing is actually just a practice that large corporations and, and money, you know, talks. There's a lot that people are trying to sell to you. And it could be, you know, without your knowledge, even without you even realizing it subconsciously. So I'm just here to help to clarify a lot. I think when I took journalism classes in college to where I am now, I'm starting to see that when you become a public figure, sometimes people think that you are in the spotlight because of your notoriety. But for me, I don't want that. I want the work that I do to speak for itself. So here goes. I wrote a piece for Thrive for Ariana Huffington that was called 23 Things to Consider in 2023. And I think we can go through a lot of these because they are free tips on wellness. So number one is consider spending more time with those who make you laugh. Inevitably and indirectly, a big way that you can become a better person and be more inspired and live a better, cleaner, more beautiful and peaceful life is to just get shitty people out of your life. If the people around you bring you no value and they actually make you feel worse about yourself than better, fuck them. Get them out of your life, dude. You don't need to waste your 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 more years on this planet sitting around with a bunch of assholes. Consider time spending time with people who bring you plus value. Look to your elders for advice. Experience only comes with time. And stop treating elders in American society and Western culture like shit. Start respecting your elders. They know a lot more than you because they are far more experienced in life. And that is something that the Japanese culture has always prized. And it makes my heart break that we do not do the same in our American culture. We seem to dispose of elderly people. So please cherish your grandparents if you have them around. Another way of working on wellness for free is to consider the character of a person versus their power, fame, money, or looks. So start valuing character from somebody deep inside. Another way that we can practice true life wellness, and this is probably the most important of all, is to just start being more self-aware. When you practice awareness and mindfulness, everything in your life seems to change. Now, this is a really deep dive that I want to do. And I thought about it a few times while I was running or walking or working out or just sort of checking out. I thought, oh my gosh, all I need to do is give all of my listeners this golden ticket and their life is going to shift. Okay, so many, many years ago, I was a shittier person when I lived in New York and I did a lot of bad things. And as you guys know, um, I was a former party girl. I, I was not in a good place. I dated all the wrong men for every wrong reason, but I thought it was right back then. I might have felt good, like I had mentioned in 107, for 20 minutes after these men were around or maybe during when we were dating, but it never lasted. And that was not healthy, although it was just part of life. So with age came this wonderful breath of fresh air called self-awareness, mindfulness, and living in the present moment. This is the greatest practice and secret that wellness practitioners who are real, like Titnat Han or Eckhart Tolle, they will reveal this to you 
And you can absolutely see the other people who practice this. Like when I met with Ariana Huffington, you can tell she is very dialed in. She's highly intelligent. She's classy. And she's lived a beautiful life full of self-awareness. It's amazing what will happen when you start living in the present moment. You will start to see the clouds in the sky and notice their formation, the dark blue colors that come from the sky mixed with, I suppose it's not really dark, but you know what I mean, blue, royal blue maybe. You can see the sunsets in the evening and you can see the sunrises in the morning which also leads me to remind you that you should start practicing your nighttime routine at 8 p.m. Period, hands down. It's not a trend. It's just called being smart if you want to feel good. If you don't want to feel good, then take all this and put it in the bin. But I'm just letting you know these little tips because I don't think I'm anything special, but I certainly think that I've lived a very, very interesting life all over the world. And now I'm here back in New York celebrating with you guys on how I did this since so many of you ask and no I don't buy fake followers they're all real and the comments are all real so that's a whole nother story we'll get into that another day but I'm just saying everything that we do is so real I could not get paid to be a fake person I wouldn't even want to be it wouldn't even feel good so when we are self-aware we also notice these little (laughs) you'll also notice things that really bother you and this is a part of wellness that people don't really talk about there are noxious things that other people do like the man walking down the street on facetime yelling about his business meeting or the girl in class sniffling and sneezing and coughing right next to you while you're on the bar trying to do you know your fancy bar moves by squeezing your buns Or maybe it's the person that I talked about before who's not wiping up their equipment after class. It's not to say that we need to look at other people and judge them and tell them what they should be doing. Not at all. It's an observation that you'll start to see when you are fully embodied in the present moment and you have your spiritual awakening and you say, wow, I've never ever been so mindful, respectful, and open to others in my entire life it's like you become a magnet and then all of the sudden you take in every sense there is smell touch taste feel uh hearing all of it it's very unique to the experience but you will never move into the next level the next chapter or the next course of your life until you become very present and aware You shouldn't worry about the shit that happened yesterday. It's done. You shouldn't even worry about things in the future because you have no idea if they are actually going to happen or not. You should virtually only worry about this moment that you're listening to the Wabi Sabi podcast right now. Take a deep breath in. Take a deep breath out. Self-awareness means that you hear the sounds of a pan sizzling at a restaurant. You notice the clink of the glasses at the table next to you toasting. You notice a smile. You notice a simple gesture from someone. You notice politeness. You notice kindness. You notice goodness. And you notice a vibe that you can feel that you cannot explain to others. It's simply 
somebody else being a good person and returning the favor and vice versa. Life was never meant to be perfect. You will never be the richest, the thinnest, the prettiest. There will always be somebody more pretty, thin, and rich than you. And until you come to the acceptance that this is it, these are the cards that you're dealt, and we can make them a little bit better together without any cost. But until you get to that point, you will not be able to be your best self. And I know that term is so cringe. I get it. But it's the only way that I can explain to you that I've maybe it's turning 40 and getting fucking old, you know, like I have no idea what it is. Maybe it's because I don't drink as much as I used to. I don't really party. I spend a lot of time alone. When I was in, you know, Los Angeles, I really learned a lot about myself and in Japan too, because I would be alone. And whether I was drinking or doing drugs or whether I was sober, there was still a longing to feel this fulfilledness that I could never, ever, ever fucking catch up with. And that is exhausting and it will crush you and it will make you feel like you were in a dark place. And when you are stagnant, you will never propel yourself into the next level. It took me leaving New York, going to Japan, shooting for Vogue, shooting for NHK, writing another book, and getting myself out of these horrible addictive relationships and talking myself out of no longer taking sleeping pills and trying to get myself, like begging myself, like to get to the place where I knew I was supposed to be. And that, my friends, is doing the self-work. I moved myself out of San Francisco because I wasn't treated very well by certain old friends. And I just said exactly what I mentioned earlier. I did it. I got rid of friends that did not make me feel good. And that's fine. Not everybody is meant to be friends forever. I also made sure that I only did things that made me feel really good. Even when I was like detoxing from all the shit in my life, I still went to the bar method every day, sometimes twice a day. I still ate really well. I still made sure to go to sleep early and I still laid off of the alcohol because once I was, you know, hung over laying out the side of a cab after a flight from Tokyo to New York. And I'll never do that again. It was from over drinking, watching The Devil Wears Prada and thinking that I was fabulous because the flight attendants kept bringing me champagne and wine and they were cute Japanese ladies. And it was a Star Wars themed Anna flight, ANA, all Nippon Airways. And they would bring the Yoda doll over to me. And I just thought, I'm fucking fab. And you know what? I'm not. I was a hot mess. I still got everything done. I still looked like I knew what I was doing. I still looked good. I still hit deadlines. But inside, I was suffering. And we know that life itself in Buddhism is suffering. And so if we don't call out the suffering and live in the present moment of reality, we will never be able to get to that next level. I only tell you these things that I never wanted to tell you about myself because for some reason, some being is explaining or working through me to tell you that I need to open up and be honest with you about who I am and where I'm going with my career in journalism, food, wellness, and lifestyle. 
It is a choice for me to put myself out here to not bang a bunch of celebrities and get married to them and then get divorced to them and then get married again or to do criminal activity like not pay taxes. It is in my best interest as my mother taught me early on. Candace, when you do the right thing, it keeps you out of trouble. So do the same. <laughs> Wise advice from my elder. If you take a deep dive into your life and maybe you just want to sort of sess out if we have a lot of similarities. I don't know, again, if this is who you're supposed to be hearing, but here you are and here are the words. It's okay to fuck up. It's okay to be an imperfect person. It's okay to pretend like you have your ducks in a row and your shit together, but you're really a hot mess inside. It's okay to cry when the guy never met up with you again, even though the last time he saw you, he said he could not wait to see you again. And he held your hand and courted you. It's okay. It's okay to hurt for years after a breakup. It's okay to grieve a loss that you thought you were over, but you're clearly not. And it's also okay to be part of this wellness facade of capitalism in purchasing cleanses and diets and books. <clears throat> and maybe it was just, you know, a exercise bike or equipment or something that you fell into that you knew was a temporary system of relief for you to let go of. I mean, that's what alcohol is. That's what weed is. <clears throat> you and I both know I, I take weed gummies on the reg just to take the edge off sometimes at night. And my partner tries to explain to me, I think they're, I think it's bad that I do that, that so often. And he, he, he does not at all. And I, I find myself having conversations about, you know, maybe I should be a little more gentle on myself. It's very hard to discern what is right and wrong when there is so much gray in wellness. I get it because I have conversations with myself about it all the time. All I know is that I do feel really good when I'm not drinking and I'm working out and I'm drinking a lot of water with lemon. And that's not just like throwing the lemon slice into the water. It's actually squeezing the lemon into the water so you get all the juice. And it's not just going to work out. It's actually committing to work out to shape your life as part of a lifestyle. And it's not just being aware of the clouds and the birds and the butterflies when you see them. It's about actually acknowledging how beautiful life is and how grateful you are to be seeing, hearing, and be, to be breathing with these parts of nature. It is the gratitude that you will have in your heart for the people you have in your life that love you that will help you to keep growing. It is the health that you possess where your heart is beating and you are breathing right now. That is a miracle. Some people would die to trade places with you over the health that you have. Don't destroy it. This podcast is not meant to shame anyone if they are an addict or if they have problems. My God, I have a scroll of things I could just explain 
and maybe you would change your opinion of me and maybe you would like me even more. But we cannot change the way that other people think about us. So we must let go about what others may do with their actions. It is not about you. It is simply about them. Nothing that anyone else does is about you. So don't think that anyone cares about you that much. They don't. They're not thinking about you. And the things that you think about that are bad, that are going to happen to you, they're more than likely not going to happen to you. So allow the worries to wash away like in a river or a stream or through the waves and just cleanse yourself this January. And I don't mean by doing dry January or drinking green juice or putting some fucking shake in your mouth every day. I virtually mean get the bad people out of your life, consider going to bed earlier, drink a lot of water, do a lot of deep breathing, do a lot of thinking, practice the gratitude by naming three things you really love and get yourself back to where you know you want to be. If you're inching up on 30 and 40 and 50 and 60, I highly recommend you take a look around and look at where you're at and remember how beautiful your life is right now because you will never have this exact moment ever again. I know I say I want my show all the time, right? So mark my words when it happens and we blow up and things get crazy. I will look back to these days of solitude and quiet and peace and I will forever miss them. But I will always create that for myself in a safe space and I encourage you to do the same. Being mindful and being self-aware means that you are observant of others. You're a good driver. You pay really good attention when you're going on the subway. You step aside before to let other people off the elevator or the subway first, and then you go in. You are polite and cordial. You give your seat up to an elderly person, a pregnant woman, or to a mom with children. You move the bags off of the seat in the subway so that somebody standing can sit. It means that you write a simple note of thanks even to your parents for hosting you over the holidays. And it's a handwritten note on a card and you mail it. It means that you make sure to call your parents when possible to tell them thank you and you love them even if your childhood wasn't perfect. Call a loved one that took care of you and just remind them of how much you love them. The scariest part of getting older is seeing all of the usage of social media and children scrolling on TikTok like it's the most fucking important thing. It's not. It's not. I can't think of one good thing, like I said on 107. There ain't one good thing. It's not even monetary compensation, guys. That's blood money, basically. It's like spyware money and it doesn't feel good. So we need to consider what we're doing here when we're giving out shows left and right to people that break the law, that are criminal, who do bad things. We are constantly rewarding bad behavior in our society. When we give 
you know, say Nepo babies, millions of dollars for working with luxury brands all over the world. And yet they haven't even experienced education, spirituality, mindfulness, or love yet. That is dangerous. And it's like playing with fire. There are long-term ramifications to these easy decisions that we make early on in our lives. There's no such thing about getting rich quick. It's probably criminal in some way or another. There's nothing beautiful nor admirable about watching a girl, con artist, all kinds of people all over New York City, and to know that she's trying to get a show now after she's been in prison. There is nothing notable about watching dirtbags and crooks get away with all the bad things that they do. And might I add, there is also nothing that we can do about it. The only thing we can do is to stop paying attention to these types of apps, criminals, and individuals who continuously get rewarded for poor behavior. In my opinion, if you want my greatest resource also next to being present, aware, and mindful, and to get shitty people out of your life, is to surround yourself with people that love you and care about you, who are not addicted to a social app, who do not have a codependency on making money, power, greed, or beauty their number one priority, people that are concerned with character, people that volunteer at the animal shelter and the homeless shelter, and who do good work with Salvation Army, Feeding America, City Harvest. There are so many organizations full of wonderful people you're missing out on because you're too busy scrolling and paying attention to a bunch of dumb fucking people. I mean, just straight dumb. There ain't any other way to describe this. Even you could be a lawyer or doctor on there, and I still think it's dumb. If you're smart, you would start a website, a viable business, and you would have a newsletter. You would create downloads and PDFs, a podcast, things that are tangible and within your control and have nothing to do with the Chinese Communist Party spying on us. Be very careful with what you do this year. Make very savvy and smart decisions. I virtually only am saying this shit because I've been forewarned personally. I have friends and family that are related or in the military and it is very obvious what is going to happen eventually. If you don't protect your assets, if you don't have your own newsletter or your own website, I highly recommend doing so if you are in a small business or in a business. And while making money isn't our greatest goal in life, I think we do need to pay attention to security this year while we are taking care of each other. Looking out for your friend, your brother, your sister, your loved ones is just as important as looking out for yourself. What are you going to do this year to help to serve other people? Because that is the greatest healer of all time, next to having a pet. I call it a boat, the best healer of all time. I talk more about boats in my upcoming book, Spirited, which will be out with Audible Originals in April. I'm so excited. I can't tell you how making one change by convincing my partner to move to New York. When I lived there, it changed my life. There were so many people that were full of character. They had the hustle. They had the fire in them. And they made shit happen. 
And that is why I adore my friends and family that are in New York. I just think there's something special about them where it's like no other place in the world. If you can make it there, certainly you can make it anywhere. But let's make it long lasting, respectable success. Let's make sure that we're not all on Moral Island. Let's make sure that Moral Island becomes the absolute, how do we say, I would like to figure out how we can grow morals, ethics, and belief system and values into a good place over the next 10, 20 years. My ultimate dream would be for more people to wake up, start paying attention to good people, good character, and those doing good things. Why do I feel like an outsider when I say this shit now? You know, I don't want to go out and do anything criminal. I honestly don't. My dad was in the Navy. Like he would kill me. He was also an auditor, which means he'd probably find out what I'm doing anyways. And I I honestly have done enough bad shit in my life. I don't need to add to that. I'm just saying, have a little think today and consider that loud and unnecessary things in your life, like overusage of apps, tech, the 20 guys that you want to bang next week. That's probably an outrageous number, but maybe five. Five is, well, maybe two, reasonable. Just think about, are these things in or are they out? As Bruno used to ask people on Alley G. Consider reading a book in nature and that silence is in. Consider being patient and knowing in your heart that it is happening, but you're going to have to wait for it. Consider respecting your own time and energy this year by spending less time on social apps and more time with those you love. Even if you're losing interest in real life, like nature walks, hikes, surfing, paddleboarding, cycling, bar method, Pilates, I really urge you to get one activity into your day every day. Even if it's a walk with the dog, do it once a day and get out of the house and don't bring your fucking phone. I want to punch women in the face when they bring their phone into class. Fuck off, dude. So one place, one hour of every day where I have time away from my phone and people bring the phone into class. I do not understand it. If you're a neurosurgeon, then like I said, give it to the girl at the front desk. Cherish culture and don't let the arts, books, and simple, beautiful, small conversations pass you by. Before we know it, many of the things that we love, like museums, books, libraries, don't you guys remember like story time with your mom and like just all of these things, we can't let them slip away. Don't forget to breathe in deeply every day. Let's try it now. Take a deep breath in. Take a deep breath out. Don't forget to consider a person's resume and their years of expertise and study before taking advice from them. Volunteering. Volunteers are life's greatest gifts, and so are cats and dogs. Cherish them. Number 20 on my list was stop following outdated societal norms. If they don't work for you, they don't work for you. 
Life isn't about fitting into a box. It's about seeing and feeling the brilliant colors of your own experience. Number 21, admire imperfection. Wabi sabi. Number 22, forgiveness is not asking them to come and have a seat at your table. It's the power to give yourself more space and more clarity. So forgive. Forgive, forgive, forgive. Notes for myself. That's so hard. I know you guys. I've been wronged and I'm certain I've wronged many others. And I must forgive myself too for that. Number 23, lastly, before we wrap the day with a fun giveaway, is if you need a sign right now to take the leap and do it and say yes, this is your sign. Fucking do it. And don't look back. Because life is so beautiful and so short, you just never know when you or those you love will take their last breath. And I say that in the kindest way, but as a small, tiny reminder that you are so beautiful and so loved and so deserving of peace and honor and just a big hug to say that you got through 2020, you got through 2021, and now we're moving on to 2023. And again, I urge you the greatest free practice in mental health and wellness is just letting go and being right where you are and learning to accept and starting to think about others. Hold the door for other people. Be mindful. Say hello. Good morning. Good afternoon. How are you? Smile at someone. Give them a compliment. Stop thinking about the 20 other things on your mind. And get present and let go of the shit in your life. Letting go of bad people, bad addictions, bad things is more remarkable in wellness and more useful for your health than buying any candle cleanse juice or stupid fucking product that you don't need. You don't need any of it. I swear to you, if you needed to be healthy on your own and you didn't have any cash extra in hand, which is going to happen to a lot of us this year. You can walk and run for health. That's a sports bra and running shoes. You can drink fucking water with lemon. That is pennies on the dollar, like no money at all. If you really need to eat healthy, then go get your fruits and vegetables. You can buy them frozen if you need to. You can also go to the farmer's market. One bunch of like lettuce or leafy greens or kale is a couple of dollars. You can learn how to make your own salad dressings this year. You can learn how to make your own coffee or matcha at home. You can learn how to get better sleep. You can stop fucking doing drugs, drinking and having crazy amounts of sex that you don't need. I mean, don't listen to me if you're having a good time. Like I said, take it or leave it. I did all those things at one point in my life and I fucking loved it. But, but I will tell you guys, the, the difference between like then and now is that I knew when to stop and I knew when enough was enough. Juicy, I know. I, I repeat myself a lot on this pod and I'm actually quite aware of it because I want you to know how real these practices are. And one of the other things that you can do that's free and no cost is just be a fucking good person find the love and devout like heart of others and let them see your soul smile at them ask them how they're doing 
ask them how their day is give them a little gift you know this week Nikki brought me a, a bushel of flowers I don't even know who says bushel but I just meant a bouquet <laughs> and that brings me to um, Beekman 1802 a fabulous kind skincare brand made with goat milk which I love on a little goat farm they are doing a giveaway with me because we wanted to share more kindness for free together in 2023 all you have to do to enter is to follow Beekman 1802 on Instagram b-e-e-k-m-a-n 1802 and follow myself at Candice Kumai c-a-n-d-i-c-e-k-u-m as in mary a-i and then look at my stories and answer the question what are you doing to help to serve others in 2023 just answer it we'll pick five winners and you'll get a big wellness and beauty kit from beekman 1802 that's it no strings attached we just virtually wanted to say thank you for listening to the wabi sabi podcast and for your incredible feedback and notes. I can't do it without you. I'm also going to read a letter from a fan because I thought this was really important for us to connect. This is a really good way for us to share the open thoughts. So here's a little bit of notes that come from initials LL for privacy. She wrote to me, I've got a couple of notes for your podcast. Hi, Candace. I love your pod. I've been listening since I saw you at the Yellow Conference in 2018 with a big heart. I especially loved your recent episode 107 on debunking wellness bullshit. I always feel more grounded and inspired after I listen to you. I just want to let you know and send you some really good vibes on this Monday morning. Thank you, LL. That means the world. Okay, so here's the notes that she had for our podcast. And let me know if you agree. You can always send me a note at info at CandiceKumai.com or just uh, send me some notes in my comments on Instagram. She says, first of all, I really love your candid and real opinions on wellness trends and topics. Actually, it's just how real you are in general, LOL. Well, I couldn't be fake. I have a Japanese mom. She'd probably be like, mm, Candice, I know you are kind of a putting on a fakeness. You need to really have a confidence and be yourself. And then she would also say, I don't sound like that. You made it up. Which is true. It's a character. She says, I love <clears throat> how you approach the topic by looking at what mainstream media is recommending for 2023. <clears throat> I totally agree with the influencer skepticism. Personally, I'm so in caps bored of the notion of perfection, quote unquote, that so many influencers promote. Give me more real grit and not performative fashion and integrity. I love how you often bring up being hardworking, good, honest, a good person. I feel like this mentality is lacking in society and honestly, in some people I even personally know, with a skull, meaning dead. It also makes me feel like I'm on a moral island sometimes. And LL girl, I am on it with you. Especially love the tips on sleep, not wasting food, financial wellness. Majorly here in Canada, especially because the cost of living is soaring and things are not looking too hot for the near future. A solo day spa recommendation. 
mindful alcohol consumption. And I would actually love to learn more on that. Okay, sounds good. I will do a whole podcast on mindful alcohol consumption. Then she also says, I'd really like to hear more about your experience on how to move away, quote unquote, from people who may not be good for you on your journey. I know that one of your pods is into this, but I'm always happy to hear more. I want to grow up and move on from party culture and prioritize health and wellness, frugal food, wellness tips, or things that you can do that don't cost money. Oh, it's so funny because I decided to do that on the pod today. It really goes along with financial wellness. Absolutely LL. And in my opinion, if we just did a better job of coaching people on what foods to buy and how to prepare a decent meal at a low cost, we could certainly get there. I was part of a show called Cook Yourself Thin on Lifetime. You should look up that book for recipes that are moderately priced and then also clean green eats and clean green drinks has it's almost like a bible for clean eating and it has moderately priced foods and exactly how to cook them each recipe is tested at least six times for perfection unless we fucking nailed it the first time which usually happens hair toss but just saying i'm old and i've been doing this for 20 years it's i hope i'm good at it by now otherwise what am i doing Um, wouldn't you believe I write my own books and my own recipes and I take my own fucking photos but you know not everybody does that and that leads me to one of my last thoughts of today I need to stop with the crass humor towards I suppose judgment I'm really bad at it and even on a hike this weekend my partner called me out on it and he said knock it off and don't do it anymore this year (laughs) And so I'm trying to make it a goal of mine to stop being that person. And if you're a cynic like me and you have a witty and crass humor, it's super hard not to dilute um, or it's super hard to have this mindset where I almost subconsciously do it now and, and everyone's right. I need to stop it. So Wabi Sabi, we all have something that we need to work on. And for me, it's also staying in my own lane and putting on blinders and not worrying about what other people are doing. That is what I want to do the most. So yes, let's do this. Let's talk low cost meals. Let's talk mindful alcohol consumption. Let's talk getting shitty people out of your life politely with grace and love and light. And let's talk about how we're going to make this a real wellness makeover show. Like wellness and health, lifestyle, all of it needs a huge overhaul. Right now we're almost like down the rabbit hole at the very bottom. And boy, are we at the pits. It is fucking pathetic. And I say that without judgment. (laughs) I say, I guess I should make up a character where um, we just call it like, you know, judgy, ragey Candace, where I can go off about all the things I can't stand. Because I know you're going to nod your head and agree with me. Because when the person's coughing next to you on the plane, or the man's on their FaceTime, or the girl's bringing her phone into class, I know you're annoyed too. But again, LL makes a great point. We're living as a minority now, so it seems. But the truth is that there are more good people out there than there are bad. And that is the truth. And let's all believe that everyone is trying their best. 
let's stop rewarding the poor behavior start asking for more real deal shit on your streamers and outlets and you know places like Netflix or Hulu or HBO Max sometimes I mean I'm a, a diehard like scandal type of fan but I also really really love to watch a show that helps me to like wash away all the sins <laughs> and cleanse from all the bullshit I don't know guys it's gonna be a hard one to get through but I am super convinced that maybe one of my next books is gonna be related to this so not the one I just finished but the next one already planning I'm not how do I say this I'm looking forward to the future with you because it seems bright because you know my past you know my present and you know what we're gonna do we're gonna live in the present moment together and we're gonna enjoy this moment because it will never be here for us again I'm so grateful there are so many moments in New York where I wish I could go back and cherish the time where I cried my eyes out in the bar method locker room or the time where my ex left me and I fell to my knees as he left and bailed to another country with no notice or the time where I had Cece and I held her and we cried in the kitchen on the floor and I told her she was my best friend after he left me and she was she was and that was on my Wall Street apartment where I had no money and I virtually lived paycheck to paycheck I had to pay rent always a year in full up front in order to survive in New York because I did not make enough money to live there and I just made it work. I didn't even have furniture for the first few years of my life there. I just had a bed and a dresser because that's all I needed. I have a lot of tricks to help you guys to save money and get through the rough shit and make it on the other side the better person. The person that people look back at and say, yeah, she is the one that got away. Or boy, did I fuck that one up. Or I feel horrible for what I did to that person. Now, we shouldn't be living with the mindset of wanting to be that way, but I just swear if you take the high road and you're a good person, and when you mind character and you value good people and good things, having a good heart and good intent, and not just having good intent, but leading with good action, let's get better leaders and better honorable people out there in front of the camera and let them lead and make their story shine because I see you and I know you're a good person too. That's all we've got today. Don't forget to answer the question on my Instagram stories. What are you doing this year to help to serve your community? And thank you for entering the contest for the giveaway with Beekman 1802. I love you guys. I'm so excited to share with you what's coming up in the next few weeks. So stay tuned and please leave your review in honor of this free and juicy podcast, Wabi Sabi. See you next time. In Japanese, sayonara. That is really something you're supposed to say when somebody is about to die or you're cutting their head off or something. Or you know what I mean. You're never going to see them again. So uh, you're supposed to say, Jane, <laughs> domo.